Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Happy Class. This is a special bonus series of the Live Free Creative podcast where I, Miranda Anderson, give you a little bit of an inside scoop into my Master of Applied Positive Psychology program at UPenn. I am going to spend the 2022-2023 school year diving deep into the science of well-being, answering the question, what makes life worth living? And I'm excited to share little bits and pieces along the way with you. So whether you're interested in what's it like being in graduate school as an almost 40-year-old, or if you, like me, are interested in living a little bit better life, I hope that you'll enjoy these quick, thoughtful insights as to the things that I'm learning and what I think about them. Hop into my backpack. Let's head on in to happy class. week 25 of happy class i spent the weekend with classmates in palm springs california beautiful sunshiny lovely weekend it was so much fun to be together in person again with classmates it was a little bit smaller group there were eight of us total in a beautiful airbnb in the coachella valley we had a hot tub and a pool and a patio we had a chef come in and do breakfast and lunch for us and we spent one of our afternoons hiking in Joshua Tree National Park for one of my classmates. It was his first national park visit of his life. We felt so proud and happy to be there with him for that experience. Just a delightful weekend overall. And something that I came away with just like beaming was how funny it was being together with a group of people who we don't know each other super well for some of them it was the first time i'd spent more than like a few hours at a time in person with them and for others we had been at other hive class weekends together our personalities just meshed really well and to bring people together from different parts of the country different stages of life different jobs all with the commonality of loving this program and being really deeply invested in the science of well-being, we were a fun, funny group. One night, we were celebrating one of our classmates' birthday who happened to be there for the Hive weekend. One of the other classmates had brought a cake, and so we sang happy birthday and surprised her with this cake, and then that happy birthday rendition somehow morphed into another song, which then turned into an impromptu karaoke night, and we ended up being able to like mirror someone's phone karaoke app up onto the TV in the main living room of this Airbnb, and just like singing and dancing and cracking up, I felt like I was in high school. I guess I felt like I was in college. I had really good friends that I used to go karaoke with in Texas. It felt just like being surrounded by good friends in this fun environment and having a good time together. 
I loved it. And I feel like being able to develop these relationships in person with my classmates brings this graduate school experience into something akin to what Dave experienced being in law school years ago, that he was in, you know, maybe a high stress school environment, but had a bunch of good friends going through the program with him that they could share the the emotional load of, of doing that together. I have siblings and in-laws who've had similar experiences with different upper degrees, uh, business school and dental school, and just being in it with other people feels really fun. And I have absolutely been delighted of it being my experience this time, that I'm the one having this phenomenal learning and growing and developing experience alongside other incredible humans who I am so happy and grateful to be getting to know even better. It was phenomenal. So that said, class was really funny this time around. Funny because I was with all of these classmates, but also there were a couple funny moments. One was uh, when one of my classmates spent an entire class period in the hot tub with the computer on the edge of the hot tub, and she just had tilted it up so she looked like a floating head. So you know, the rest of the class didn't know that she was in the spa the whole time that the class was going on. Kind of hard to take seriously, like watching her out the window. It was so funny. Uh, there was another class period where I had just kind of, I was at the end of the day and I was interested, but I also kind of knew that it was really deeply in sort of like elementary education type of positive uh, influence and, and programs for elementary education. And I was interested and also like could feel myself fading. And so I like slowly slunk down in my seat and then I slowly tipped over. And I have a really hilarious picture of me at the beginning of that class. One of the classmates across the room, you know, said smile and took a picture of me. And then at the end of the class, she took a picture of me totally asleep on the chair (laughs) with my computer open in front of me. Just I couldn't hack it. I couldn't make it all the way through. And that's okay too. You know, that's all part of the process. I want to tell you about my favorite class period from this weekend, which was my neuroscience of character class, where we learned about some of the neuroscience of creativity. If you've been listening to Happy Class, you know that I've chosen creativity as my capstone project topic. And listening to this lecture, I felt like I was just getting a bird's eye view of what my own research can look like and it gave me lots of really fun ideas for where I want to begin and how I want to dig in and what I want to share about creativity in my project how I want to explore it and kind of what framework I want to use it feels interesting to me that creativity has always felt innate in my life it's not something that I even considered could be studied academically I just hadn't con- I just hadn't considered that. I mean, it makes sense now to say, oh yeah, of course people are thinking of ways to track that and to to see if it can be developed and grown and if it's a trait like a personality trait or if it's more of something that you can you know experience but not necessarily have all the time. Um, so it was really interesting, and I learned about a couple different myths. One myth is that creativity is not just for special people. There aren't quote-unquote creative people and then not creative people. Everyone is creative in some way. Creativity is about being novel and useful, coming up with new ways to do different things or divergent thinking, which is 
thinking outside of what might be commonly considered or the, you know, the first most common things that come to mind. It's also about convergent thinking, which is being able to see how disparate ideas or objects may be used together, what brings them together, what ties them together with kind of a unique central idea. Everyone has the ability to do these things and and creativity is innate to us. It's part of the way that our brains work, being able to flip back and forth between what is in front of us and can be perceived with the senses and what we can imagine to be there or how we could imagine something being different than it currently is. That imagination is a component of creativity and everyone has that to some degree. Another myth about creativity is that it isn't about special activities. A lot of people, and I did a great poll on Instagram about this, a lot of people equate creativity with art, which makes sense because we we talk about it that way, that someone who is a brilliant artist is so creative, that someone who's a composer is so creative. What about someone who is an incredible accountant and the way that they are able to synthesize numbers and information and, and process things really, you know, in kind of a new and different way? Can, can that person be considered creative? What about someone who is incredible in uh, in the kitchen, you know, pulls together a bunch of random pantry staples to make new meals every single night? Do we consider that person creative? I think so. Creativity is not about special activities. It's something that can be applied by the way that we think to any area of our lives. So creativity is not something that is reserved for specific people or specific activities which means that it is available to all of us at any time it's not set in stone it's something that can be built and learned over time and those are all things that I hope to dig into with my capstone research paper which will also hopefully be a book proposal for my next nonfiction book one really fascinating explanation of creativity that we learned about in our class that I just can't get out of my head is very specific to our brains. It's that creativity is associated with less attention network separation. So this attention network separation is whether we're paying attention to our internal worlds or our external worlds. And different parts of our brain process the internal and external differently. So I'm gonna give you a high level overview. There's a section of the brain or a few different sections that together make up what's called the default mode network, the DMN. That takes in all of the things that we can't sense with our with our senses. So memory, planning, other people's ideas, like what we imagine other people might be thinking, future, when we're kind of forecasting for the future, we're using our default mode network. When we are using the um, dorsal or ventral attention, those are things that are taking in sensory input. So we're taking in things from our sight and smells and sounds and tastes, like all of those different sensory inputs, those are things that are real in the world that we're experiencing through our senses. There is a switch control network that flips back and forth. So it's called our executive control network. This is the switch. It's like a light switch that will turn on the light to what's happening inside our internal world, our thoughts and memories and future planning and and dreams, or our imagination, in other words, and switches that light off so that we only are paying attention to our senses. Creativity is associated with the ability to switch back and forth easily. So for example, 
our professor gave us the, this example of a, a young child who, who has a more flexible switch anyway. A young child will see a horse and imagine it as a unicorn and be super excited about this unicorn horse where the senses are perceiving, the outward attention is perceiving a horse, but the switch can go on and flex that thinking into imagining what could be, not what is, but what could be as, an, as a beautiful rainbow unicorn. When we were learning about this, what happened in my brain was remembering all of the times in my life that I've explained myself as being able to see things the way that I want them to be, not the way that they are. And the easiest example I have of this is with house design and decoration. I walk into a room and I see what's there and then I can almost like with my mind photoshop it into what I imagine it to be like in the future and if you followed along at all with my renovation in my last house I saw this house before we had even gone to the showing I saw the house on Zillow I thought it was so cute and had so much potential and so I screenshotted a picture of it totally photoshopped it and took it to the showing and showed my realtor this is what I hope this house will turn out like this is this is what I see when I see this house now this was this kind of falling apart yellow sided old vinyl siding house with no porch and you know big kind of bushes in the front and I had brought a photoshopped picture of this house dark navy blue with a big sprawling front porch and white trim and steps down the front and beautiful hydrangeas in front and we all kind of chuckled about how I had this you know wild imagination fast forward three years the picture of our house when we sold it is almost identical to the picture that I had created on photoshop by closing my eyes and imagining what could be At the time, I didn't consider this to be creativity. I just thought it was, you know, fun sort of daydreaming about the possibilities of this house. And in this lecture, I started to sort of see different layers of my life through the lens of when I imagined what could be and brought that to life as creativity. And I'm curious if you have experience with that. What comes to mind if you remember times in your life when you imagined the way that something had the possibility to become or had the potential to become and then you you created that you brought it to life whether it's a meal or a garden or a friendship a relationship i really love thinking about the flexible thinking of what could be and what is as creativity it also feels like hope it feels like imagination it feels like whimsy being able to see something that isn't there with our senses, but that we can almost see with our the eyes of the soul or, or see with our hearts. That's the idea that I want to leave with you today. As you're going throughout this next week, think about what is in your life and some areas where you can see what could be and then, and then maybe take some steps to bring that imagined world, that internal world, and make it real in the external. That is exercising your creativity. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.